Bush and Richie here with your Home Time Show podcast. Just a quick thing, can I ask you a question? Have you got something at the moment that you've got your eye on? You know sometimes you've got your eye on uh, something a bit of tech or something that you want to buy but you wouldn't tell your other half about it so you, you'll check YouTube unboxing videos of it or <laughs> like tech reviews, that kind of thing. You got something like that? Um, I've always got this pipe dream, got an eye on. It will never happen. Uh-huh. It will never happen. Motorbike. Wow, wow, okay, that's, uh, I was I was thinking a little tiny bit of, like, handheld tech, but you're going for the full street hawk. Never happened. Why not, though? Uh, a, haven't got a motorbike licence. Uh-huh. Um, B, just gone down from two cars to one car, um, because I said we could save money. There's no way that I can then back paddle and go, oh, but I'm going to get a motorbike. Imagine if you had a motorbike, just... though. Because yeah, at the moment you've got the situation, home alone, can't go out, well, oh. you can go out, but you haven't got a car. Exactly. Get on your little bike. <laughs> <laughs> Ten-minute walk to the shops. This whole Home Alone thing that you're going to hear about in this podcast is actually not all it's cracked up to be. I'm I'm marooned. Think about it. If you had a motorbike, you could get to your local curry house in 3.7 seconds. That'd be so good. The thing I'm looking at, the reason I'm asking is that I keep looking... I don't even need this. I don't need it. I don't know why I'm even, even, like, checking these things out. Did you watch the surfing during the Olympics? Uh, Go on. I thought the surfing was quite good in the Olympics. I was like, oh, that's quite good. For some reason, I, f- I swear we've talked about this before on the show where the, the, your, your phone can hear what you're talking about. I'm getting pushed adverts for watches that tell you the tide times. Oh, now, 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 now. I, I don't, I'd be up for that. I love it. I mean, yes. I, I don't own a surfboard. I don't think I'm ever going to surf. If I went in for a surf, you'd never see me again. It'd be like Reggie Perrin. Do you know what I mean? But do you know what? You could, you could justify that as a purchase, even if you weren't a surfer. When we went to Frinton Beach a couple of months back, uh-huh. tides were aggressive there, like, turned up and was thinking, why is everyone, like, right up the back of the beach as we went down the front of the beach? Yeah. That tide came in, that beach disappeared very quickly. Well, it's a good point, because Leon C, where I live, that you you can literally be sat outside with a beer and enjoying the beautiful, glistening sea out there or Mm. whatever, go back in, get another round in, come back outside with a tray of drinks and a pack of peanuts, the sea's flipping gone. Yeah. So, maybe my watch, if I was to get myself a tide time watch... I authorise that purchase, do it. And I shall authorise your motorbike. (laughs) Oh, I wish well like that. Welcome and uh, a particular well done if it's uh, an A-level, uh, A-level attaining household you're listening in today. Do you remember A-level results day? So stressful. Yes. Nerve so stressful, yes. Uh, I'm a very proud dad, uh, proud of my daughter who's uh, got hers today, got what she wanted to go on and uh, uh, study further to try and become uh, a youth worker. So I'm very proud dad, but oh, I've just been very reflective today, just um, seeing my Caitlin pick hers up. But just of all of these, all of these kids, all of these students getting their A levels today. If you, if you just think about the cycle they've been through, the last two years, two years doing your A levels. Yeah. Two years ago, they all finished their GCSEs. They embark on A levels. Covid hits. Yep. They have had pretty much the better part of two years of remote lessons, remote teaching, not knowing for a long while how they were going to get assessed. Aside from like navigating their lives through a pandemic like the rest of us at such a formative age, I don't think there's ever been a tougher two years 
to try and study and achieve. So every single one of them today picking up whatever they picked up. They've done so well. And also there's a huge social part of yeah. A-levels. You know, Absolutely. You, you're kind of making those first steps into adulthood and, and the schools give you a bit more responsibility. Yeah. You get treated differently and stuff as well. And they've had a, a lot of that taken off them, haven't they? Because they have. they've been, you know, sitting there on flipping Zoom and Teams meetings for God knows how long. If you think of all the larking around that you and I would have done during our A-levels, oh. that they've had taken away from them. So everything they've achieved today, I really, really hope everyone is just so proud and happy because it's a fantastic, a fantastic achievement, whatever they've come so what we're going to do is we are going to uh, imagine it's this this show is a nightclub, yes. right? Uh, we're going to put give you if you've got your, got your A levels today, whatever, we'll give you fast track through to our VIP section, very much, and so. get a shout out on this show because you flipping deserve it, as Richie's just said. Uh, tell us about it. Maybe you want to you know nominate your kids if they're cock a hoop or you know just getting A levels today, and we'll give them a mention on this show. Teachers as well. Ross, a teacher in Tunbridge, says all those teachers have had to uh, support the students through this chaotic last two years as well and award them their grades so well done to you the teachers also saying well done mrs carney wants to say well done to all the girls at Coptal school proud of them all with their a's and a stars really unusual text that's coming from uh, gav in reading right he says afternoon chaps just to help you feel a bit old the kids getting their a levels today uh, were conceived just after the first Shrek movie was released. <laughs> That's an interesting bit of... Uh, thanks, uh, Gav. Thanks for that, Gav, mate. Uh, I, do you know you were saying about your Kentlin had yes. gone, gone and got her uh, A-level results today? Mm. Did she go into the school? Is yeah. that still a thing they do, or do you get it, like, sent in, into your iTunes by you too? Or something, Down to the, the school for 8.30. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'd never forget, honestly. That, for me, out of all the bits of education stuff that I've done, that was the scariest thing. The the long drive into Torquay Grammar School with my mum in silence because I was panicking about it. And then going into the gym and queuing up and everything like that. But I didn't know nowadays whether they just send you an email and, and they're done with it. Do you know what I mean? I think you cannot, some cannot for it. She went in for it, yeah. I, I would say pound for pound, A-level's toughest, like most intense bit of uh, education I'll ever do. So look, so we thought just to open this out to the entire group. Has your day been defined by a certain number of letters? Tell us what they are. So, for example, for me, just to give it three letters, BPL, mm-hmm. for me, bus, because we went on an open-top bus earlier on, we went to the pier, P, mm-hmm. and then L for lake, because we were stuck on the bus on the way back from the pier. <laughs> so our day's been defined by BPL. Have you got any letters I, that have defined your day? I would suggest that every day of yours has an L in it. <laughs> There's always some lateness going on. Yeah, it's fair enough. Just living with it day to day. Uh, I'm going to go with, um, i got a, a, an H, an A, and a Q. H-A-Q. Home alone, and it's quiet. That's a very unsettling um, combination. Why is it so quiet? What's going on? Well, because uh, Natalie's taken Rocco away for a couple of days to go and visit some mates, going like a little little tour of some of our mates that he hasn't seen for ages. So All right. I am home, I am alone, and it is so quiet. The household is so quiet. Not just... A toddler gone. Yeah. It's so quiet because a wife's gone. So it's just all a bit... Are you calling it peace? Bit of peace? Peace gives the suggestion that it's chaos I, normally. Yeah, I know what I you don't mean. want to be led down that path. 100%. I wouldn't want to take you no, there either. You. Okay. H-A-Q, B-P-L, what letters are defining your day today? Neil Miller says, my letters for today are P-M-D-S-R. Oh, right, OK. <laughs> this morning I was round my mum's and I painted mum's downstairs shower room. <laughs> Not what I expected. No. Cleaner than I thought. Uh, Bethan, what are your letters? They are F-A-P. F-A-P, OK. It's, it's not a Megan Thee Stallion song. What is it? It's Food Annoying People. OK, you're going to need to give us the background on this. Is this annoying people while you're eating or what? No, it's annoying people while I'm working and because they're annoying me, it makes me want to eat. 
<laughs> oh my goodness, I'd be back like a house again if that was the case. <laughs> I work from home at the moment, and I have been since March, so I'm trying not to eat as much food as normal. But and what line of work are you in, and how are people annoying you, though, if you're working from home? How's that working um, out? Well, I, I'm an administrator. It depends. People that call in can annoy me if they're asking silly questions, or it can be people I'm working with. I think it's just one of those days, the silly yeah. questions day. Literally 20 minutes left? Surely, Bethan, you can get through this. I've got about an hour left. Oh, OK. Well, we'll be where with you here on Home Time. Just tell us, though, what is your snack of choice that you go to in those times of stress? Oh, well, see, that's a tough one. Um, probably a big bag of crisps, because I'm more savoury than sweet. Oh, that's interesting. I like that. Yeah. So, a grab bag that's meant for sharing with other people will be just having it to yourself? Oh, yeah, always. Fantastic. Lovely to speak to you. Cheers, Bethan. Bye. Perfect, thanks. Vicky says it's the letter Z. Mm. Uh, Zaflora, the oh, disinfectant. The whole it. house now stinks of it due to a long overdue cleaning frenzy. I am obsessed with Zaflora. I remember. I absolutely love that stuff. Her house must smell amazing. Mr C says on Twitter, not the one from The Shaman, uh, he says... PSFD oh, yeah. are the words that are associated with his day. PlayStation 5 delivered. Oh. Oh, wow. Bet you had one of those with Home Alone this evening. Yes. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Oh, we've got Annabelle on the line. Annabelle, what letters define your day then? Uh, they were um, R- R- RLD, Red Letter Day. Red Letter Day. Why is that? Yeah. Uh, husband finally gone back to the office today after, well, since March last year. So, what is that, 14, 15 months? How are you dealing with that? Are you like uh, roller skating around, listening to Doctor yeah. Alban saying, "This is my, it's my life. I can do what I want." I did. Um, I have done a lot of cleaning. <laughs> it was the way you said the word "finally." It was. It was quite damning towards your husband. <laughs> what, what, um, what's his name? Your husband. What's your husband's name? It's Simon. It's so, Simon. just between us, right? Between friends here. Even though you love Simon, he's a great guy and everything. What one little thing of him in the house with you was getting on your nerves the most? Oh, just the noise, the noise from the office. If he's not on the phone, he's coughing and spluttering and, you know, just there's constant noise coming from the study. If he was coughing and spluttering, it's probably a good job he was at home, though. (laughs) (laughs) And even with the kids here... He's, um, it's still much quieter than it was with him. You know, Zoom calls and just paper being scrambled up and tapping away on the screen. I, ha- I hate him already. Never even met him. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, enjoy it. Enjoy it. You're a bit of you time, OK? Enjoy yourself. I hate, exactly. I'm hoping for a two-day minimum, but um, we'll see when how it is when he gets back tonight. Um, so we'll see. Thanks, Amazing. Annabelle. Good to talk to you. Thank you very much. Bye. <laughs> Uh, let's get stuck into this then, second hour of the show. Richie, you're home alone. Tell us all about it. Uh, yeah, so next next three nights, I'm, I'm alone at home after the... Come on over, have a party. I, I literally don't know what I'm going to be doing. There's an offer. Yeah, no, so Natalie's gone on sort of like a, a, a state tour, taken Rocco with her to, to go and visit some mates that she's not seen in ages. So I'm fending for myself. I've got myself a, a Tesco macaroni cheese for this evening, Ooh. and the only instructions I've been left uh, for her return are, can I change the bedding in the kids' bedrooms? What, what is this thing with leaving people chores when they go away? Do you know what I mean? That's always a thing, isn't it? Leaving them chores, like a little list and stuff <laughs> exactly, like that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's good. That's all well and good. It's not. You haven't seen me change bedding. <laughs> I hate changing bedding. It's the Awful. worst a lot. However, I do think we can spice up the next three days a little bit for you. 
with some Richie Firth Home Alone challenges. Right. right? So, like, normally, right, you've probably got loads, loads of stupid ideas going through your head about stuff you'd love to do, mm-hmm. but you can't because your other half's there, Rocco's there, that yeah. kind of... People would say to you, what the hell are you doing? Life gets in the way. Life does get in the way yeah. of these things. But over the next three nights, it's carte blanche. It's a green light to do whatever you want. Completely. So, this hour of the show, a bit of a forum in terms of, uh, um, you know, brainstorming some ideas of things that Richie could do as little challenges over the next three nights that are a bit stupid, a bit childish, uh, a bit silly, but you can do them just because you can because you've got the house to yourself. I've got a feeling that you've already started a list. Well, I've already got one. (laughs) (laughs) One one I'd love to do, right? (laughs) right? Because my other half hasn't been away for ages, so I've not been able to do this. Um, I've heard that you can poach salmon in the dishwasher. Now, normally, if Natalie was there, there'd be World War III about this. would be like, what are you doing, yeah. Richie? But she's not here. She's away for three days. Apparently, if you put salmon, poached, like, you know, raw salmon into, like, a like a bag, you can poach it Hang on, in a dishwasher. I, I, I think there's probably some critical information you're missing. I don't want to mess up my dishwasher. I would imagine, surely, you've got to put it in some kind of, like, tinfoil. I don't know. I've just said that you can do it. <laughs> You have to discover how. <laughs> how good would that be, though, man? Apparently, you can even like. Um, I like eggs. salmon. I like. Lo- who doesn't love salmon? I like salmon. So, that, what's not to love about that? Okay. That's one idea. All Maybe right. there's a restaurant near you that has like a super hot or super large legendary dish that you get a T-shirt for finishing. Love the idea. Of That'd that. That'd be a great moment yeah, to order out, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speed calzone eating. Oh, I-, I reckon you'd absolutely murder one of them, wouldn't you? I reckon I could do a proper sized calz. Oh no. I'm- the tummy ache's coming on, thinking about probably about five minutes. I think you could do it. Ro- yeah. Would you roll it up and dunk it in water like a pro hot dog eater? No, 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 no. Just, just hard, hard <laughs> fork action. I think I did see them at Reading '93. <laughs> it was always coming that joke. So Welcome look, back. Pete says uh, on Twitter now, wife away, spice things up. It means only one thing: the Ruby Indian Restaurant, Harford's number one curry house. Oh, okay, right. Actually naming them, right? Okay. Anything goes here. What can Richie do for the uh, Home Alone challenge over the next three nights? And please, Intel, if you have poached a salmon in the dishwasher. <laughs> Andy says, "Wow, this is brilliant." Uh, Andy says on Twitter, "For Richie's three nights alone, how about trying?" not to touch the floors in the interim 24 hours. Like a floor is lava challenge. Right. So you've got to get into your own house and make tea and go to bed, but you're not allowed to touch the floor. So what, like, I, I'm, I'm against the walls with my, my hands and feet? Yeah, yeah, like Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, it's a brilliant... Have you ever watched the TV show Floor is Lava? I have, yeah. It's so good. <laughs> it's really, really good. I can imagine being pretty good, <laughs> swinging on your chandelier, <laughs> if you've got one then. This tweet here says, scavenger hunt. How would I do that? It's just one person. Well, Surely you... that's got to be against someone. Well... There's someone who... You're always feeding that neighbour's cat, right? He yeah. owes you a turn. Get him to come in and hide some eggs for you or something. <laughs> Chocolate <laughs> eggs. <laughs> oh, my God, it'd be so funny. Um, the, one, the suggestion from earlier on was that Richie try and uh, do this legendary hack of uh, steaming salmon in the dishwasher. Apparently, it's a thing. Uh, Louise says, just put the salmon in a food bag with your herbs, seal it, put the dishwasher on with no liquid, hey presto, steamed salmon. To clarify, you, you're then expecting that I eat it? I think that's what, that would be the the, uh, right. the taste test at okay. the end of a challenge like that. Okay, all right then. Uh, this one here from Jackie on holiday in Haven in Thorpe Park in Cle- Cleethorpes. Uh, I've said that well. 
Uh, things to do while the wife was away, surfing downstairs on a sledge or a large tray or even a duvet. My friend Amy did it whilst the kids were away at their dad's, but she did break her leg in two places, so be oh, careful. Oh, well, that's encouraging. Uh, we, we have a kink in the stair, uh, staircase and there's some, some windows, so that could go horribly wrong. But you do, with your lad Rocco, I've seen the, the videos on Instagram, you spend a lot of time chucking stuff down the stairs as a game. It's one of our favourite things. I'm sure this is what Steve Jobs invented slow-mo for <laughs> on the camera. I will set the camera up on slow-mo and then we'll chuck toys off the top. I'd love to see you slide down on an oven tray in slow motion. <laughs> down the stairs, it'd be so good. Uh, Kevin, what's your idea? Um, just a little fun with your wife, like a little prank, um, to unball all her socks and then uh, ball them back up in different pairs. <laughs> just, just to wind her up when she gets back. Kevin... She's Italian. She can be volcanic. <laughs> it may it may not pan out that well for Richie. That's so uh, yeah, random to come up with. Have you done that, Kevin? <laughs> no, but I would love to for my wife, but she's Scottish. So I think um, her level of volcanic would go a bit different. Joe, weirdly enough, speaking of that kind of thing, I, I will never forget our traffic presenter at a radio station I worked, worked at in Bristol years ago. Uh, he was the only person in the building over Christmas, and he's never explained why he did it. He took the balls out of every single mouse, you know, your computer mouse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the day when they had balls on the bottom of them. Yeah. Every single mouse in the entire building, three <laughs> floors, as like a practical joke. <laughs> Similar joke. kind of uh, uh, trickery, I think, is this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, you have to do that with the keyboards, changing the letters around and stuff like that. This guy, he's got form. This fella's got form. (laughs) I wouldn't trust Kevin with a barge pole. (laughs) Nice one, fella. Good to speak to you. Take care. Bye. You too. Uh, Duffin Darby says, Richie surely has to use every plate, bowl and piece of cutlery in the house over the course of a week. I don't think I need someone to suggest that to me (laughs) for that to happen. That's not a challenge. It's a way of life. (laughs) Uh, Arthur, what should I do? Basically, messing up in a stormtrooper outfit, bogging takeaway pizza and out of the door with your lightsaber in hand. If that's a euphemism, Arthur, <laughs> you're not on this show ever again. <laughs> uh, yeah, we need to make a decision on this. If you're going to uh, control the next uh, three three nights of my life, need to make a decision what's going on tonight then, uh, whilst I'm home alone. Just a few quick ones that have just come in during that last song there. Uh, a lot of people loving the idea of doing Flora's Lava three days solid. <laughs> FPL says, Richie will need to make a pillow bridge to get from the lounge to the kitchen. I love that. Man Spider has sent in such an amazing, amazing tweet, right? He says, swap one family photograph in each room with one of former Stars in Their Eyes host Matthew Kelly. (laughs) See how long it takes before your partner notices when she's back off holiday. Longer than you'd imagine, I reckon. Oh, that'd be so. I just, I'd love to see you printing out pictures of Matthew Kelly on, on the posh printer downstairs at work and cutting them out. Right, do I get to decide? You can choose. You've got three nights. What's your first one going to be? Um, I've loved a lot of the ideas that have come in, um, but I haven't been able to move on actually from the whole thing that kicked it off, which is the poached salmon. So you're going to go, this is brilliant, but you're going to go salmon steak or an entire whole salmon fish? Uh, yeah, well, it's just me that's going to eat it, so a whole salmon fish would be a waste. So okay. if I can pick up a decent <laughs> salmon steak from Liverpool Street Station... <laughs> <laughs> I love it if you got stopped and you got salmon in your bag. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, then that's what I will do. By this time tomorrow, I will have cooked and eaten st- um, a salmon steak in the dishwasher. I literally am not going to be able to sleep tonight. Watch this space tomorrow on the show. We have the self-awareness that we know that after six, we're a bit ragged. We're a little bit ragged. That's why we save the best. <laughs> like, a little bit like, what's her name, Carly? Simon? You to go and save the, the best, best to last. last. I don't think that was Carly Simon. Is that not Carly Simon? Anyway, we save the best to last.
It's the Tuesday Tombola. We step into the unknown. 100 balls, 100 different phoning topics. No one knows what's going to happen. Listen to that. Has it got louder? Um, it's been oiled. It does sound different. It's spinning with freedom. 8, 12, 15, if you know the hell song, that song, by the way, it's going to really bug me. Um, I should just explain. I've just spun a tombola. It's oh, yeah. got 100 <laughs> balls inside it. For, for newcomers, uh, the balls are numbered. Uh, they all relate to 100 radio topics, things that we could all talk about together uh, for the last hour of the show. And ball number 78 says, regrettable favours. Wow. Regrettable favours. So you've offered to do something for someone, it seemed like a good idea, and then you end up completely regretting it for ages. A regrettable favour. Would you say that uh, offering to feed your neighbour's cat is a re- regrettable favour? It was quite a big part of your life for a while, wasn't it? Uh, it's it's often a, uh, a part of my life. It's not... I, I've got to bond with the cat, so I don't regret that. Um, I am wondering whether somebody that I offered to uh, help them move house has remembered that I offered to help them move house because I now don't want to help them move house. Because, so honestly, sometimes part of offering stuff is you, you expect people to not take you up on it so you can feel good about yourself. Exactly, yeah. That is kind of the unwritten rule, isn't it? It is. It's the regrettable favour. Stories like this. I did a favour for a friend when I was 17, says this text. Uh, covered a shift in a bar. On the way home at about midnight, I got a speeding ticket. Oh. So I had to go to a speed awareness course. Someone pulled out of uh, in front of me on an A-road on my way to the speeding awareness course. Oh, no. Had to ring the DVLA and the speeding awareness course because I had a crash, wrote the car off. They wouldn't believe me. Do you know the weirdest thing is, right, when you get a situation like that where you've done a favour and then it's come back on you, do you, do you feel like you can say anything? I remember I dropped a, a, a digital radio off for Sarah Champion, mm-hmm. right, uh, and I got a parking ticket. <laughs> But I'm, I'm such a nice guy, and I, didn't, and I never mentioned it to Champers to this day. I've always, I just swallowed it. I just just swallowed the feed. That's it. Uh, in other news, a load of people saying Vanessa Williams sold, uh, sung Save the Best Till Last. So it's cleared that one up. Cleared that one up. James says, this one's not about me, it's about my brother. He's rubbish with kids. The first time he was asked to look after his niece, he was jumping at the chance. She pooed, and he had to sort that out. Then once he sorted it, he went out for a cigarette because he thought, yes, I can do that. But when he was outside smoking... Isla, the kid, uh, put pseudocreme all over her face and hair. Now, <laughs> oh, that's just so grim. Horrible. And then the, the nature of that stuff, it's not easy to wash off. It's a nightmare. That's a nightmare <laughs> right there. Right. Regrettable favours. That's what we're going to hear from you. Kev, tell us about yours. Well, I was uh, out with a local pub having a few beers one night. Mm-hmm. And uh, a friend of mine brought a, a little dog in. It was sort of a, a little black terrier, which was quite a cute thing. And he was going on holiday, so I offered to um, look after this moment. I forgot all about it, knew nothing about it until he sort of knocked on my door about three months later with yeah. this dog. And this dog was absolutely huge. <laughs> I mean, I've, you've seen nothing like it. So j- just in case people can't hear, it's a bit of a weird line. You agreed to look after someone's dog when you were in a pub after a load of beers, and then that yeah. person's taking you up on the offer and the dog was massive. Absolutely, absolutely massive. It stood on its back legs like a grizzly bear. <laughs> so, and just growled at everybody. Did you yeah, think maybe. that you were looking after the dog that was at the pub then? I did, yeah. <laughs> so you got the wrong dog. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it like then? What did you, how did you get? How did you deal with it? Well, we didn't. My dog spent the whole weekend in the back bedroom shaking, <laughs> and I opened the patio doors and fed it every day. What, what was it? What type of dog was it? What make? It was Newfoundland Hound. It sort of grew to like 
uh, <laughs> about eight stone, and when they stand on the back legs, they're about six foot tall. I'm kind of I'm kind of imagining Battle Cat from He Man <laughs> going on here. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Thanks, Kev. Cheers, buddy. No Take Thank care. You. Bye. What's your regrettable favours? Uh, we've got Johnny on the line. Johnny, what is your regrettable favour? Uh, yeah, so I was um, trying to think what to get my sister as a, a wedding gift. And while she was talking about the plans, etc., she mentioned that she needed a photographer. So without thinking and without checking the price, I, uh, I said, oh, I'll pay for that. And I gave her a wedding gift. And she was very, <laughs> very, very, very pleased about that. Uh, and then I found out why. Yeah. <laughs> How much overall did it set you back, Johnny? <laughs> Uh, I think it was about nine hundred pounds. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Johnny! Yeah. But you love your sister, so of course you didn't begrudge that. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever agreed to do something as a favour and regretted it? Mike says he has. What was it, Mike? Right, yes. Yeah, so um, I signed up feeding my mum's hat and watering her um, flowers and all that while she went to Australia with my stepdad for four weeks, mm-hmm. and. Uh, <laughs> I'll be off more than I can share. It's like the garden was like, you know, like a farm, all sorts of crops and flowers everywhere. And the cat was the fussiest cat in the world. Every time I went there, I had to cook it fresh chicken. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. When I feed the cat for next door, that's like a pouch job. I'm in and out in 90 seconds. Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be. But no, I, I had to, and, oh, and it had to be boiled. I had to boil it, a chicken, a whole chicken. Oh my! Wait for that to cool down. How big's the cat? Six foot three. I'll <laughs> boil chicken. I'm picturing Battle Cat from. He's back. No, it weren't even a big cat. It's just a little fussy little thing. And yeah, so the whole process took like one to two hours each time. <laughs> Every day. Every oh, day, mate. Man. Like took over my life for the four weeks. Wow, Mick, that's a great story. they got a lot at the beginning of the podcast mm-hmm. so goodbye yeah you've had you've had your money's worth